Hello and welcome back to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team. Once, once again, you are joined by myself, Phil, my good mate, Drew. Hello. Hey. Uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us. He's actually taking a trip to Derry, Maine. Uh, anyway, on with the show, Mr. Drew. You are well, of course? Of course, of, of course. course. Of course, as, as am I, as of am I. Of course. I'm sure Kent is too, but you know how he is. Uh, on this edition, we've got for you a special one. It's a review of the film It, Chapter, chapter two. 2. What film is it? It. Which one? It. Yeah, which film, though? Which it. one we're, we're, we're reviewing it? Chapter 2. We're reviewing it? Yes, we're reviewing it. We're reviewing it. It. Yes. Yes. We're, we're reviewing it. We're reviewing it. Chapter, chapter 2. Chapter 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pathetic. Is that going to get old? We've been no. doing this for two years now. No, it's not going to get old because, of course, now we've, we've each gone to see it. Yes. Yes, we've, we've finally, several weeks later, have now it's managed, now done. managed that I've seen it and you've seen it. So, yep. cool. We've both seen it. We're good. We can now talk about it. And also, some time has passed, so any sort of spoilers and stuff, it's on you if you, as we always say in our reviews, Yes. it's on you if you uh, if miss If you out. have not seen it or read it. What? It. Which one? <laughs> Chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. On with the show. On with the show, indeed. <laughs> so this is the story, uh, the concluding half of... Um, the film from 2017. Can you believe we've waited two years for the second half? Um, yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, especially learning more and more about the fact that after the first one, the, the struggles that WB were going through and the fact that it was kind of, you know, they hadn't even cast the second part. Yeah, I thought they kind of, I thought they'd teed it up with the kids and nope. the, the old ones, but no, they hadn't. They were no. completely in the dark. It was a bit of a Hail Mary play there for them. And it worked. Fantastically. Yeah. Become um, the most financially successful horror movie ever made. It also spawned a lot of uh, scary clown things going around on the footpaths and stuff. It a did. lot of people, um, well, a lot of things being kind of part of the, the publicity, and then a lot of uh, people taking it upon themselves to have a go at it themselves, mm. who then got themselves in situations like being chased with bats or cars and then being terrified and then asking for forgiveness and to leave them alone, of which they don't deserve because they put them in that. Uh, themselves in that situation. Like you wouldn't expect that to happen, though. If you just get the shit out of someone in the middle of the night on a dark street, looking like a creepy clown, if you then expect if they then come at the you, if they you. come at you, yeah. you have no place to go. Oh no 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 no! It's just a prank. No, it's not. It's just you a prank. Just with act a bank. scared. Like ugh. ridiculous. Oh, so anyway, this is chapter two. Yes. Now, it's set 27 years after the yes. uh, first part, which was set in the... 1980. 80s? Yes. Okay. Is it late 80s? No. Hang on. Yeah. No. 89, 90? Somewhere else. I thought it was 89. Hang on. Oh, crap. Oh, come on. He's having to think about it on the spot here. I think it's, yeah, late 80s. 87, 88? Yeah, something like that. That's what I yeah. thought it was. Um, so it's 27 years later, which means it's set in current time. It's set in the year 2017. Which would mean it was 1990. Okay, so it was set in 2016? Ah, look, it's set in bloody modern time. Come on. I think it's 1990 because it's 27 years after the Tim Curry version. Yeah, but people in the, that year, want, I, they look too old school. I was born in 93. I didn't... I wasn't that old school, and it didn't change that much in three years. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. On with the show. 
So it's set 27 years after the first part. Yep. Um, here we are in um, Derry, Maine. Um, all of our protagonists have kind of gone off into the world and are doing their their thing and they're, they're, they're living their own life, they're living yep. the sweet life. Um, bigger and better things. Um, Billy is a writer. We've got Stanley yep. is something. Um, we don't know. Um, Eddie is an insh- a risk assessor. Yep. Um, uh, we have um, Mike's still in Derry. Mike is yeah left behind He's in the Derry. Only one that's only one that stayed behind in Derry. Um, um, we've got Beverly, who's uh, look. She's living a well-off life, not necessarily a good life, but she's stayed trapped in her in her cycle of. Abusive men. Yeah. So, so, yeah. She's descended into that. Look, Eddie is still kind of um, yeah. afraid of things. Uh, very, very um, a, a hypochondriac in many ways, yeah. and has married someone very similar to his mother. Richie's um, gone on to become a stand-up comedian. Yes. Who doesn't write his own jokes? No. Nope. Learned. Um, but very, very sharp. Very much like what he was as a child when played by Finn yep. Wolfhard. Um, and look, Ben's leaned out and become a yeah, very, a, very, very, very. Rich and famous architect. Yes, exactly. Um, so look, but but for the most part, they're they're doing good things. I guess their yeah. lives have become, um, and they've gone on to lead happy lives. Happy lives, exactly. And yeah. none of it to do with Derry, except for as we know, Mike. Mike. Um, and because we're twenty seven years later, things start to happen. So he then reaches out to all of them and calls them all home. Calls them all home based on their blood oath. And all of them come home except for one of them, yeah. um, who meets an untimely end, uh, purely out of fear. But as yeah. it turns out, out of heroic heroics hero- yeah. hero- heroicism Her- heroism he- heroism Her- heroism heroism heroism. Yep. Words. <laughs> Words, there. things. Um, yep. And yes, so then they're tasked yep. with uh, fighting the return of this evil clown and basically, as chapter two would suggest, end it. Finally end it completely. Finally it. destroy Pennywise. Exactly, because they couldn't do that as a child because the fear still preys on them. Mm-hmm. You know, and even the thought of him just, you know, makes some of them throw up or makes some of them just revert to total fear. And again, one of them killed themselves out of total fear. Um... What do we think? What do we think about this film, yeah. Drew? For a film that goes for two hours, 50 minutes, compared to the first one, which was about... Two and a half. First one's about two and a half. Really? It feels way shorter than that. About two and a half. Um, look, let me say, first off, this film, it's only 20 minutes longer than the first one then, I guess. Uh, but for some reason, it, really, it, it feels like it's a long film. It does. I don't always have an issue with that feeling. I honestly don't really... Oh, the first one's two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. But nonetheless, it's it's over the two hours mark. It's, it's so pushing. this one's got about half an hour, 35 minutes on it. But you can, but it feels more than that in some ways. It feels yeah. like another hour. Um, again, I don't always think that's a bad thing. In this case, I think it was important that we spent that time. And I... Mm, I agree. I mean, I look at it and I go, what parts could you cut? I don't think there are a lot of parts that you could cut because they had to weave so many individual stories and yeah there's a um, lot going on in yeah there. and create the memories and also link it to the past as well. you know there was a lot of things that they had to do and i can't really see where they could have skimmed from the film well the fact of the matter is they have skimmed because the director has very mm. openly stated that 
his first cut of the film was much longer. Absolutely. And he's also now spoken about that he wants to do a super cut oh, with the two I'm films ready. and film extra parts in between. I am so ready. Uh, you know, I think that's a great idea. That's going to be a long ass thing. I long will slug. still sit through it. Yes, I love it. so would I. Uh, but yeah, look, it's it's a long film. Um, it you is. Can tell it's a long film, but I, I think that it it it's justified because again, I can't see where they would cut it, and I think that every scene kind of has its merits and has a place. So runtime, it's, it's weird, but yeah. it's acceptable somehow. It is, but if you aren't looking for the same depth or gravity as we are from films, um, you're going to feel it. It's a long one. You'd have to go to the bathroom beforehand and try not get a large drink or a large popcorn for it because you're going to need to uh, use the facilities during it. And you can't miss it because, again, every scene is a critical scene throughout the whole film. I would agree. I was absolutely riveted to the film. The open, I don't know about you, but the opening scene absolutely made my blood boil. I, I, I completely agree. I don't recall the last time I felt so much anger and hatred at something I saw in a film. Quick solution Not, of the opening scene. Uh, the festival's on in Derry. What was it? Like? It's like a carnival fair yeah, thing. And there's a couple that are clearly just sort of being a bit cautious because they're not sure how well they'll be accepted in the town for being gay. Yeah. So they, they, they're trying to tone it down a bit. So one of them grew up in the town, the other one didn't. The one that didn't is trying to sort of tone it back a little, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And the one that grew up in the town was like, no, nah, like, this is my town. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And as they leave the carnival, they run into a group of guys who decide that they want to pick on them and take personal insult from the fact that they're homosexual men. Yeah. Um, and basically beat them to a pulp. Yeah. And to an, with an and then of, chuck, of them, chuck them into the river. And it's just... That scene, I, I've not... Oh. Uh, for a, Not for a long time have I felt such kind of... Um, uh, pain on behalf of someone and felt yeah. so sorry for someone on screen that the reason they're getting the shit kicked out of them and beaten yeah. out of them is because they're gay. Like how, that just, I, I felt so sorry for them on screen that that was happening to them and that people like that, the stupidity of the people and also what it was, it was representing. Yeah. But and it was representing the fear. It was absolutely representing fear. And, and, and that's what it's, it's all about. Pennywise yeah. praise on fear and, yeah, and he's cursed the town, and like we know that from part one that he's cursed the town and the people, and the adults are the most susceptible to falling under his power because they completely they, ignore and they, and they do his bidding for him in so many respects, and that was another case of it in this scene. But I don't know; it made me really mad, mm. angry, and and I felt sick watching it. It's a really it was just horrifyingly powerful scene. Because it really, in some ways, it set the tone. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it caught us off guard. Yeah. What went, I mean, I was expecting maybe Pennywise to jump out at some point, but no, it was just people being the shit the out evil, of other people. The evil of people. Is yeah. Just, and, and then to tie it all off once they hit the water and all the red balloons start going. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, oh. Incredible oh, imagery. God. And you're like, wow, this is. Like, we're on for more here. Yeah. 
Like, you know, but it was hold on to your butts to quote, you know... Um, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson from uh, Jurassic Park there. I'm wearing my Jurassic Park top. Wow, you are. I, I yeah. was just thinking that. But look, it was... Yeah, one... Like, if that's any idea, that just sets the tone for a film that took what was going on in the first movie and then just cranked it to 11 on so many aspects of it. I still... I still feel like I prefer the first part because I think there's an originality to the first part that the second one doesn't have, but it's very hard to follow that. And it's also very hard to compare them because it is one story. It's not two stories. It's one story. Yeah. That's, and that's one thing that I I have to keep kind of um, reminding myself is that I try and compare them back to back, but no, no, they're telling a complete story. Sure. They were written completely separate times and, um, you know, cast entirely differently, but the, it is telling one story and it it does feel like it's telling one story, especially with the kind of flashbacks to the kids and stuff like that. Well, that's what we should also mention. The fact that the original cast, the, the children all came back and, were digitally um, embossed. They, 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 they were digitally de-aged. But, beside the point, but I found it interesting that it seemed to be about equal screen time between the kids and the adults in this one after having a whole movie of the kids. They clearly knew that the kids were such a crucial element, but... Well, they had such good... Um, it, it's such believable friendship and yeah. kind of camaraderie and, 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 and it, rapport between them, and they built worked. on that. They continued that on. It worked, and I, I think, from what I read, it was not only bringing the kids back, but there was actual footage that was shot for part one that didn't get used that they put in there as well. That's fantastic. I didn't know that. Which is really cool, and it... I don't know. I, I liked it, and I think I also liked it because apparently that's how the book is told. The book jumps back and forth between the two time periods. Is it that... Because the book's not broken into two halves, is it? No. It's just written as one continuous story. I believe so. Yeah. I, I haven't read it yet. So no, it's sitting on my shelf. I'm ready to go. I will get to it. Probably never, but, you know, it's it's on the list. I, I, will, I will be starting it soon. Uh, tell me, what did you think of casting for the adults? Ooh. So comparing them to children, I think that there were some which were fantastic and others which were... Um, well, for the most part, I thought that was pretty perfect casting. I don't know that I would have changed too much. I There was some fan casting that I quite liked the sound of that didn't mm-hmm. come to fruition. I agree. I've seen some of those trailers. I would have liked to have seen maybe Chris Pratt playing Ben, but mm. the guy that played him was perfect. Oh, he's so. an Aussie. No, he's a Kiwi, actually, I should yeah. say. Um, the guy that plays And ben. I know Jessica Chastain was always the favourite for Beverly, but the other person whose name kept being thrown around was Amy Adams, and I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, that could have worked. I think yeah. that could have absolutely worked. Yeah. Um, I, I think that um, James McAvoy did a fantastic job playing Billy because he has that, that superb kind of... Um, <coughs> ability to to yeah be almost someone else as we've yep. seen based off of split um you know he does a fantastic job at the stuttering and the kind of fumbling and the kind of feeling lost and trapped yep. within himself yep um and he brought that to screen fantastically the one issue i have is that because he was in split all i could see was uh one of the characters from split that he played see i find that really interesting i didn't even think of split at all during the film i just I think I almost just saw him as like I saw him as Bill, but I also see James McAvoy now as James McAvoy because 
he is so good at embodying the characters that and, he, and that's all he seems to do. He just seems to play a lot of character roles. For me, like he will always be Mr. Tumner in um, Narnia. <laughs> yeah, we know someone who I think is actually Mr. Tumner. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, look, look. He played it. He did it. He did an amazing job. But yeah, he did. His issue the- for me is that I, I can't see past who he um, has played in the past. Yeah, that's um, fair. which 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 is an annoying for me because he is such a fantastic actor and I can see it. I thought that maybe his... Whereas the other characters almost look like they were cast based on looks and therefore kind of yeah. making them look like who they used to be. Hmm. He doesn't look anything like what Billy could have grown up to be. To be no. um, Bev looks like, you know, she's grown yep. up. Um, ben looks like he's grown up and lost weight. Same sort of facial. I thought it was fantastic with that. Um, the best one that we can't avoid talking about though is without a doubt Bill Hader yes the adult Richie uh, both the character the personality and the looks I thought matched dead on fantastically actually no you know who I thought did a better job what Eddie yeah I thought that James um, James Ransom I thought he did an amazing job because he looked like an adult Eddie he he played the neurotic same face structure and same yeah he played a a neurotic (laughs) just over the top in terms of um you know his 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 fear of everything and his just uncomfortableness with everything and his um fear of like you know stickiness and grossness but he also seemed like someone that was kind of coming of age in this film yeah um andy bean who played stanley yeah i thought that he yeah he was dead on he he looked like an adult version of young stanley um isaiah mustafa as mike i I thought that was pretty good so i think that the the weakest in terms of look was james mcavoy i think james mcavoy was cast because of his james mcavoy and what he can do yeah rather than and i think they look at the stuttering for example yeah as one of the reasons they hired him rather than someone that looked more like bill i think they also had to have um, a name. Yeah, a name associated with it. Look, there are some of the others that are kind of leading kind of people too. But, Jessica Chastain. But no one on the same level Bill as Hader someone Bill like, like but, James McAvoy, I think. Yeah. Like, I I really like how they cast it, though. And let's not forget, there was a fantastic little cameo there from one Stephen King. Absolutely. Oh. Hi-Ho Silver. You know, I think that that was really good. So, so make sure you, you so check that out. so happy. The second I saw him on the screen, I got so excited. I also loved the fact that he commented on... So, yeah, Bill's a, Bill's a writer. Um, people often have, have issues with the way he writes. Yep. So, I think it was fantastic that we had Stephen King in there commenting on... On um, his writing. On a writer's writing. And criticize, did he criticize the ending? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he yeah, of course it. he did. <laughs> he hated the ending. So, yeah, look, it was... It was it was it was well cast, absolutely. I thought that um, I don't think anyone could have played the role better than James McAvoy for Billy. But I yeah. don't think they cast based on looks like they did with the others. No, I'm trying to think of who else could really do it, but no one no springs one come, no. to mind. You'd have to be looking at headshots and Rain going, Wilson. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, look. Uh, I don't want to see Rain Wilson and Bill Hader together. That's too weird. <laughs> I can't, I can't picture it happening. Because <laughs> they're the same person, aren't they? They are. It's too awkward. Um, no, look, I do agree, though. I thought casting was superb, and I thought mm. that... 
I could believe that they were an older version of themselves. And then also the rapport that they were able to have was fantastic. Yes. Um, I thought the fact that they all had the nuances of the children version of themselves. Yeah. Was great. I hope that in order to learn that they hung out with the younger version of themselves. I believe they did. Because I thought, I think that that, that's, that would be cool. Um, and, and yeah, look, I, I think that casting was, yeah, casting was, was, was good. I yeah. was, I was very excited to see who would be who and who would look like who. Mm. Um, what's interesting in this one is we see, we see kind of almost a darker side to each of the characters than, I know that's hard to say based off the first one. There were, we saw dark things like Beverly being beaten by her father and, and, you know, almost certainly more by her father. Um, the fact that Billy lost his younger brother. Um, uh, we had Stanley get his face almost bitten off and everything. And Ooh. look, it, it there was a lot of dark stuff for the kids, but we almost got a darker side of their own lives when they're an adult. By that, I mean, you know, you find out that um, Richie is probably almost is gay. Yeah. Yeah, which we're we hear nothing about in the first one, even though it was supposed to be happening and that was supposed to be something that was kind of known. Um, back then we saw a scene with bullies kind of, you know, uh, attacking him for, for being a fairy. I think they called him. Um, yeah. we didn't see any of that. We didn't know any of that. We didn't know any of that till now. And, and the fact that it's such a dark secret for him and he feels so ashamed of that in some ways and fearful of that. That's his fears that it's his secret and he doesn't want his secret to get out. Um, mm. You know, you don't see that in the first one. Again, just how afraid Stanley is. Again, the fact that, um, you know, he, he's he's so afraid of it, but he didn't. Yeah. In, in, in the first one, he they all seemed a bit scared. I thought maybe Eddie was the most fearful, but no, suddenly Stanley's the most afraid. I thought Stanley was because Stanley had that terrible experience where the flute, the, the flute lady. lady, which, which is Pennywise just in mm. another form actually started trying to suck his soul out of him by eating his face. Yes. That is just terrifying. And the fact that he felt abandoned by his friends and then that happened in that moment. Did you rewatch part one beforehand? Not, not straight before, but I, I'd saw, seen it fairly recently. Yeah, I, I, I did the same probably probably about a week, a week and a half between the two. And it's you feel so bad for him. He was terrified at what happened to him because he physically just got attacked by that creature. That's enough to scar anyone. Yeah, I, I know. And, and you are right, but... Like, it's worse than what I would argue it's the worst that happened to any of them because it's worse than what happened to Beverly because Pennywise just took Beverly mm. and put the sight in her by getting her to look into him. The death lights. Yeah, and, yeah, the death lights, and she just floated up into the, into the ceiling, really. Like, she didn't have her soul ripped out or attempted to be ripped out the way Stanley did. That's just it's it, that's that's very true, and I didn't think of it like that. But it was I, actually trying to eat Stanley there on the spot. But I always just felt, despite his confidence or his wit, Eddie seemed like he was the most afraid, and they kept playing on the fact throughout this whole second film how afraid he was and how he couldn't go further and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But no, no. But then they tell us that Stanley that was the most afraid yeah. based on things. So take, yeah, take the stick; it kills monsters. Yeah. But only if you believe it does. Um, Writing-wise, do you think it was fairly flawless and fairly continuous? Yes. For the first one? 
I do, but I, I, I also, I think maybe the fact that I know that it's also partly retrofitted. Like, I know that he was working on it beforehand, before they even finished part one. Like, I know yep. he was still continually working on it. But... Do you think there were things that were not, not fan... Um... I think more of the problem lies in the fact that there's no extended cut of the first part or that there is no supercut yet. I think if the two parts are woven together properly, or if they did extended cuts of both, that yep. the two would seem mostly work So as together. opposed to something like Lord of the Rings, which was filmed in, um, you know, in succession, they were filmed yep. all at the same time, filming scenes from the second one and the first one all yep. at the same times. This one, which was made, you know, two years apart, yeah. but meant to be a continuation of the same story. You think that there are... Yeah. I would say so, too. I, yeah. think, I think it feels like, um, in some ways, we're revisiting th- the world rather than yeah. continuing in the world. I think if they extend, if they did an extended cut of part one, at the very least, I think it would feel like it flowed better into part two. Do you reckon there's enough footage to do that? Apparently there is, because Andy Muschietti, the director, has stated over and over that there is enough footage to do an extended cut. Then they should do it. He, apparently he's planning on it. He's waiting on Warner Brothers to, to go, yep, cool, we're doing it. No, they could. They could. Should, they surely can make some coin they, out of doing it. Well, they should be. Yeah, they should be jumping on the cash cow. You know, and they can only hold on to that for another year and a half before everyone just goes, okay, because yeah. forget about it now. Move on. Yeah. Um, we get to see Pennywise again. Bill Skarsgård is a treasure and we are so lucky to have him playing Pennywise. Yes, we are. That's just insane. I don't know if you're aware, the weird eye thing, the lazy eye thing, that's literally him. Well, same with the lip thing. The lip, yep. He does the dribbling and everything like that. I even saw an interview with him where he... He does that. He does it on screen and just lets his bottom lip hang down it's, and him just dribble. I, I was watching an interview with him and he talked about about how he could just do the lip thing, which his is just can insane. Do it. <laughs> his family can do it it's too. It's weird. But then the lazy eye as well, because he was talking to the director and the director was going, oh, you know, like I'd, I, I want to, so that he can have this like one eye looking the other way. You know, just to add to the effect and that, that's something we're looking at doing in post. And, and he goes, well, 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 wait, actually, like this. funny story. I can, I have a bit of a lazy eye. I can just do it. Which you is don't, fun. you don't need to do it Which later. Which is so good. And, and he just looks so deranged with the eye. Like everything just works. He does. And it's fantastic. And and in the oh. second one, of course, we, we see a little bit of his backstory. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Beverly like a, goes a tiny to the, bit. Yeah. She goes to the apartment where she used to live, but now there's an old lady living so there. Is, okay. Well, the old lady, clearly the old lady's not human. The old lady's mm-hmm. Pennywise taking up residence in there. Mm-hmm. Is... Is, is the story it, correct? No. Is Pennywise an alien? This is all I keep thinking. Yes, back on. I think so. I think so. I think he's an. I think he's an alien species that crash landed. Well, okay, yeah. So in in the film, <coughs> we, we um, oh, Mike explains it to some extent, where he went yeah. and spoke to some Native Americans, um, took some drugs, took some drugs from them, and then stole this. Um, uh, I don't know what what you'd call it. A, a token kind of destroyer or something like that. Yeah. Um, and and on it is carved in what happened and basically Pennywise or it arrived at some point way back when and uh, the Native American ancestors passed on the story of this creature that lives there in this town. 
and the way to defeat it is do X, Y, Z kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's what we see. But basically, yeah, it's saying that Pennywise is an alien. Yeah. Has crashed to Earth in a meteorite and uh, has been casting evil on this area for, you know, hundreds of years. I quite like that. Thousands, I don't know. Yeah, I, yes, I do too, but at the same time... Ancient aliens. It also takes away the fear of a scary clown. It does. Because it's just a mask. It's just a mask like the, the flute lady. Yeah. Like the um, leper. Yep. Um, like the, uh, what is it? The, the wood it's shop like, it's man. Like, the... It's like the creatures in Harry Potter, the Bogarts. Yeah. You can just take the form of whatever your fear it, is. Exactly. You know, he takes the form of an old lady as well. Yeah. Naked old lady. I... Naked grandma. <laughs> That's all I can think in that scene. That thing was terrifying. I really, really, really enjoyed when Pennywise lured the little girl in the grandstand at the game. I felt so sad and so bad for the girl. And the little girl is the same little girl from the start of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. What an incredible scene that was. Like, I really, really enjoyed that because that was a testament to Bill Skarsgård in his performance there. The little girl is amazing. Mm. Like, let's be clear. The little girl was really good in that scene. But how good was he? Well, the, the unfortunate thing is we don't... <sighs> I think a lot more of this film was him being scary, not creepy. Yeah. Um, the first one we got creepy, you know, when he was in the, the, the drain pipe. Yeah. Um, you know, just him whispering things to him and talking to him and when he appears in Bill's basement and stuff like that um, as Billy. Um, yeah. uh, sorry, as uh, uh, Georgie. Uh, you know, you see more creepy him mm. in this film we got more scary him which is him having a face-to-face conversation with them or confronting them or being a creature or trying to outright scare them rather than creep them and i think that him in the darkness there was him just creepy because he's so it. he's so sinister and the way he makes you feel bad for him but at the same time so afraid of him. And you literally get to see him evolve in that moment because he tries his usual tact and the girl doesn't fall for it. Yeah, she seems a bit... Yeah. You know, uh, she's she's a wake up to it. She's, no. She knows the whole don't talk to strangers yep. thing. It's the modern world. You can, and, the same tricks don't work. And you see him having to reassess and try a different tact straight away and it works. Like, yeah. He readjusts quite well, but I love that he's just completely caught off the back foot. He's like, oh no, this is it's clearly not, not yeah. working. I'm going to try something different. Uh, it's clever. Like so much of it is clever. I, I, I think my least favorite thing in the film, yeah, there has to be a least favorite thing. Yep. Um, is I understand why it's there. Yes. But I also don't like it because I think it's almost comic relief, but yeah. also just, it's a bit strange. It doesn't seem to fit as well with everything else. Um, and that is Henry's, friend henry being the bully yeah the psycho bully that tries to actually kill them for real um his friend who we saw die in the first one or be killed by pennywise in the first one he's the the guy that had the the um deodorant can or that spray paint can and the lighter like a flamethrower yeah and then disappear he comes back to life the zombie version yeah and he's basically a zombie and is his uh, is henry who's now escaped from a mental institution Mm. He plays Henry's kind of chauffeur, driving I, his same kind of uh, I still can't Pontiac believe, fiber or whatever it is. I still can't believe he survived the fall down the well, but I guess Pennywise is protecting him in that instance as well because he knows he's going to use him later. 
Well, he fell down the well, and then we saw him spurt out the end of the. the, the that was pipe. creepy, and all the bodies coming with him and stuff. Oh, that was. Terrifying. And he's and he's realizing that everything around him is dead. So it's almost like, despite Ooh. the fact that he was a total asshole and like a dangerous, violent, yeah, reckless, aggressive asshole, yeah, he's not that level. He's not a murderer kind of no. level. He's he's almost, but he's not quite, not fully. He's brainwashed and, into murdering his yeah, father. Yeah, and so then he wake he wakes up and he realizes dead bodies around him, and then he kind of stumbles home where yeah. his father's Ooh. been. Yeah, the, it's again because we we see the flashback of that moment after. It's nice that we saw that moment after. Mm. I wanted to know what had happened, and yeah, he went into a mental hospital. Um, oh. this film, uh, where do you rate it for the year so, so far? And not going into not kind of top sure. 10, but like, it's, I feel like it makes the top 10, but I think part of that is due to the fact that we waited two years and my excitement level was so high. Does it also, is it also partly piggybacking off of the quality of the first one though, in our ratings? I, I fear that it does. Yes. Yes, it does. I think as its own movie, it, it, it can't be ranked as its own movie as well because it's... It's a two-parter. It it's is chapter a, two. It's it's the continuation of it, a story. It's a we very hard story. Ball. Yeah. I am not sure where it sits. I See, it's, it's a strange one, this one. I think my expectations were so high for it. Yeah, um, so are mine. Having said that, they kind of delivered what I was expecting. Um, I'm not so kind of sold on the base material and the fact that Pennywise is kind of an alien. I don't like that so much. Um, the the concluding scene is good, not great. Um, again, it's it's a little bit comical. Mm. Look, a lot of the moments in this film, I feel like they kind of not erred on the side of caution, but they erred on the side of humor. In they situations. did. They did. There's actually a ridiculous amount of humor in this one. And, and look, again, that's not a bad thing. No, I think it, it works. fits character. It fits rapport. And it is a Stephen King trait. Yeah. To have but, the juxtaposition. But I feel like for the first one to be the best selling or highest grossing horror film, mm. this film's not so much of a horror no, it's it, it, not. there's not horror in it. Again, the only creepiness, and I think horror comes more from creepiness rather than yeah. scares. Like, like, like the old woman was terrifying to watch. But then it became um, humorous as well. Like lots of people giggled when I was in the cinema watching mm. it because it was funny as well. It yeah. was creepy, but it was funny. There's a naked grandma who's now turning into a giant just roaming the, around the apartment. The scene that got me... Like that actually scared the crap out of me and made me like yell and swear in the cinema uh-huh. was when Richie's in the park and all of a sudden the lumberjack was right next to him yelling at him and trying to grab him. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was uh, scary. my heart was beating like insane at that. I did not expect it to just be there. Yeah, I I, I agree. Ooh. But I would still stand by that. I think that this film has less horror than the first one did. It does. Um, this was more psychological. This yeah, one. look, and and but it, and I feel like it was like that based of what we saw in the first one and what we're expecting to happen in this one, and it kind of never eventuated. Maybe this is why we do um, need to see it as a supercut because I feel like maybe we just copped all the creepy elements in the first part, and then we get the more psychological and the humor in the second half. Yeah, perhaps that's true. Because it hasn't been filmed the way it was written, where it wove back and forth between the times 
and through all the experiences together. That's true. That that is true. So maybe we've just gotten the genres separated by the films. Yeah, it's it's true. It's absolutely the case, or, or could be the case. Um, yeah. Look, and I also think that the kids kind of outdid themselves more than the adults did. Yes. Um, I thought that the quality of the acting of the children was superb, and um, like that oh, was a so high quality. And not that these um, adults were playing or not pushing the limits. I think that the the, the um, job of the children was more spectacular because I think that they made the film so much more, whereas the adults got to play off of what the kids yeah. were. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, that was always going to happen. They're now adults. It's what happens. You're a child first or an adult second. So it's just the way it goes. I know this is the point of this, but I do think we overanalyze here a little bit as well. I know that's the whole point of doing a whole episode about it, but but, yeah, but you're right. You, I think you are, I think I think we we read into it a little too much here because at the end of the day, that is the point. The whole point is they were meant to play the adult versions mm-hmm. of these kids, and these kids originated the characters two years ago. And I, again, I think that they did a pretty solid job of doing it. Yeah. Um, but see, that's the thing, and that's my whole kind of almost confusion at this point is that. I'm not. Sh- I I really I I really did like the film. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, but I feel kind of hollow about it as well, and I'm not sure why. I would agree. I actually really want to watch it a couple more times. Like I understand I've seen, I've seen, why. What is it that I'm missing know. here? I don't the, know. the first one, when we saw the first one, we were blown away by it. We're like, oh my god, this is an, a game changer and right not here. Only that we wound up seeing the first one in the cinema three times. Yeah. Then. Like, and, and like it, it was such a spectacle to go see it and to experience that film in the cinema. This one yeah. did not have that same... I want to watch it several more times, but I don't feel like I want to rush off to the cinema and watch it again. And, and actually, in some ways, <coughs> again, I said right at the, at the top... Yeah. The film is two hours, 50 minutes. Yeah. There isn't anything that I would cut out of the film. No, no, not at all. But I think one of the reasons why I'm not so keen on rushing back to see it again is that it feels like a long film um again that's not always a bad thing and i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing thing here but you really do feel that it's a long you know that you're committing a lot of time you you know you're committing i i thought i felt like it flew right when i watched it i felt like it flew but i think it felt like it flew because Everything that happens in the movie actually happens very quickly. It feels very rushed. Mm-hmm. Not as in like they rush to make it, but the story feels like it's There's rushing a lot along. To say. There's quite a lot going on, but it all moves at a very brisk pace. Everything, like every scene moves very quickly and and they're trying very hard to move on to the next scene. And you're then to the you're next right. One. We don't linger on scenes as long as we did in the first no, one. Um, the only lingering is when they go to the flashbacks, actually. And even then, yeah. they serve a purpose because the flashbacks are there to propel the present day story forward a little quicker. And explain to us what the hell they're talking about. In yeah. That one. You know what's interesting, though? I think I think that it's a a curse of its own work in the sense that the first one mm. told one story. Yep. The second part is telling two stories. Yep. And it means that, yes, the runtime is a lot longer. And two, they 
as you say, they do have to rush things. You can't hold on to things as long. You can't get as engrossed in the story because you're like, okay, um, let's get to the kids part. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's really cool. And the very and then let's get to the adult part. Yeah, cool. Now let's. Okay, so that's that. Okay, let's get to the next kid part. And now next to the, the, to the you, you become very aware that we're because of it. It actually yeah. it helps distinguish the fact that they are two very different movies. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. But again, I think it's again the supercut of the would help. I, I agree. I, I think that I would love to. I would happily sit and watch. You know, five, four, five hour cut where it's both parts. Yeah, I, and I, to see I it weave together correctly between the present day and the past. I would like to see that happen. No, and I, I think it I could agree. be done. Yeah, I think so. Well, they've already said they want to do that. They yeah. want to reshoot some scenes in between to make it work. Yeah, which is, which is fantastic. I love the. Um, the, the the excitement behind that. I love I, that. I, I love that Stephen it. King is completely on board with all of it and has been actively present for it. Well, he loves it. He loves the, the, yeah. the series. He thinks they've you know, had a yeah. fantastic run. Um, critical point here. I'm going to let you go first. Scores. Oh, this is tricky. It is tricky. All right, on a technical level... Technical level, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason being it's not groundbreaking in any way, shape, or form, but it's still good and still solid, and it had the the least enviable task ever, which was to follow part one. Mm -hmm. Which is just tricky, but visually awesome. I liked the way they used the CG in it to play around with Pennywise. Mm -hmm. That was fun, and you can see that they're having fun. The score, which we haven't even talked about, yes. is absolutely outstanding, which was to be expected because mm-hmm. Benjamin Wolfish came back after doing part one. This is the same genius that did the score to Blade Runner 2049 with Hans Zimmer. Which is one of my favorite scores of all time. Oh. Just period. One of my favorite scores of all time. He's an incredible composer. And, and you know, like for the last two years, we have constantly gone back to the, the chapter one soundtrack. Yeah. And listen to it over and over because it is that good. And part two, I think he did the same thing. He just absolutely delivered there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, technical, I would give it a seven out of 10 because while it's not groundbreaking, it is fun and interesting Mm -hmm. and it's cool to see the story come to a close Mm -hmm. and it felt satisfying to see it come to a close. Not necessarily the way it's done. I wouldn't call that satisfying, but... Mm -hmm. It was still good to see it reach its end. Personal enjoyment, I'll be a little generous. I'll give it the eight because I was actually stupidly excited to see it finally. And Uh I didn't feel disappointment. I I do get that hollow feeling that you've expressed Uh because I believe I've got that as well. But I'm not disappointed in any way with it. I still enjoyed it a lot and I look forward to seeing them do more with the story by extended cuts or a super cut or whatever else. Mm-hmm. It's a world that I would like to keep going back to, which I've been doing. I've, I've seen the first movie oh, so many, clearly so over a dozen times. times. I've seen it so many times. Like three times in the cinema plus every time at home yeah. after. Like I easily would have watched it over a dozen times now. And I could see that happening for me with chapter two now as well. I th- like I think it will happen, but it'll happen at home. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it, won't, it won't be rushing off to the cinema multiple times. See, okay, so my personal scores are the oh, my scores are the opposite. Yep. Um, 
technical, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, as you okay. said, based off score, yep. um, based off casting, I think the <coughs> casting <coughs> is <coughs> so fantastic in this. Oh yeah. Um, I love those posters where they had the, the adult and the kid versions side by side on the film posters. Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, really and, cool. and again, um, I'm happy with the casting that they mostly went with, um, trying to mimic both the child's child actors, um, personality, but looks as well. Mm, I love yeah. that they did that. Uh, I do respect why they went with, um, James McAvoy for Billy. He's the lead. He needs to be a great actor and he was a great actor. Um, they all were great actors is what I'm saying. Um, but, uh, I see why they went for him for Bill. Um, he's a great character that can play a stuttering kind of mess or someone getting lost within themselves so well, again, as we've seen in Split. Um, mm. Writing, look, it's it's tough to back up what was such a fantastically successful film and kind of pigeonhole yeah. a sequel onto it, which is meant to be a natural sequel. You know, they, they said at the end of the first one, It chapter one and everyone was like chapter one of course there's got to be a second part of course yeah, there is. For, for those that hadn't read the book you know it, it was kind of a shock to people but also there had to be but the studio didn't know if they were going to make one they didn't know what the hell was going to happen they didn't know if they had the money to do it but it they work. still put chapter one on it. but they still put chapter one on there and then they went ahead and they did it and i appreciate they appreciate that they did it and they did it in such short time i do appreciate that yeah um but it just, again, I'm getting this hollow feeling and I don't know why. Runtime was long, story felt a little bit rushed, but it had to be, I kind of respect why it had to rush it, hmm. but at the same time, I, I don't know, it kind of lost a bit of um, traction there, but anyway, it gets yeah. an eight. It gets an eight because it's solid writing on a sequel that just kind of is piggybacking on the original because it, it is meant to. It is two-part film. Um and then personally, I give it a seven because I had fun. I didn't view the first one as much of a horror. I certainly don't, don't view this as a horror. I wasn't horrified by anything. No. Um, except maybe the horror. opening scene. Again, the, the gay bashing. But that's I kind of feel that's a bit different. I don't know if that's... I think a movie where it was only people being bashed up, I don't think that'd be classed as a horror. No. Um, so therefore, I don't know if I give it points for being a horror based off of that scene. Um, I, look, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like it fits the, the genre properly. Um, I feel like there was maybe a bit too much humor for such a dark movie. Yes, it was in character, but also, come on, are we, I thought it was a horror again. Um, uh, yeah, I look, I, I did enjoy it. I was so excited about it. Maybe I hyped myself a bit too much. Um, but I had high expectations after the first and I was hoping with the money that they'd maybe spend on this one, they'd be able to recreate that. But for some reason, it just feels like something was missing. Yeah. I'm not sure what it was. And I, again, I feel hollow and I don't know why I'd have and to watch it again. And you don't want to feel that. No, because I really enjoyed it. It was a good film and it was good to see it kind of come to an yeah. end. And given um, all the movies we've seen this year, I'd, I'd rank it a lot higher than most of them. Yeah, it, it, it's true, but, yeah. but uh, you know, it, it yeah, it gets a seven for me. Until I can, I, I, might, I may put an asterisk next to that and go back and change that if I can work out why. Why. The why. Yeah, and, and that's all that's kind of, it, it's hinging on is the why. I do have to say, though, um, based off of that, uh, that 
of course, if you'd like to be on the show, mm. make sure you reach out to us. Um, if you're on the show, you're uh, in with a very good shot if it's your first episode at yep. being our Sitkent of the Week. Woo. Because, of course, like every episode, we have to yep. uh, deliver a Sitkent of the Week, and we have one. I think it's a worthy recipient. Yes, without a doubt. Drew, who is our Sitkent of the Week? Pennywise himself, Bill Skarsgård. Absolutely. Uh, that, that face, that acting, that quality, oh. um, the fear that he provokes whenever he's on screen. Um yeah, the fact that he just can, can't get enough of this. Like, he he played he made the role his own mm. perfectly, and it's a shame that's that that this is kind of the end of the road for the character. I remember watching an interview with him while he was in the middle of filming part two, mm-hmm. and he talked about how he loved filming part one with the kids, but it felt so good to film part two because he got to act with grown ups and got to be around people that's true, his own he was, age. Yeah, he was only ever around kids. He of was, course he was. He was so excited he could actually act with people his own age. <laughs> yeah, that, I, you know, I didn't think of it. Of course. Of course he could. He's just like a big kid. He is a big kid. It, it's really funny watching interviews with him. But he does an amazing job. And again, like he I does. said, makes the character his own. The facial... Um, and man, like, you know, because everyone had, had known of or seen Tim Curry's portrayal. Yeah. You know, so how could you compare? It's so tricky. I think tricky. this is a 21st century remake, a more horrifying remake mm. of him in terms of the character. I thought he did a great job at making it kind of, uh, you know, in a world post yeah. um, uh, Heath Ledger playing the Joker as a kind of yeah. not not a not a nice smooth kind of suave evil Joker. We've had a kind of messy, dirty, gritty Joker. Yeah, and I think that Bill Skarsgård here does a great job at. Um, playing a gritty deranged deranged yeah. version of 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 it or as pennywise so i think he fits the bill perfectly and again because he was able to bring that to life he's our sick kent of the week i would agree yeah excellent drew that brings us to the end of this episode it does indeed of course stay tuned uh next week for another installment of kent and the steering team drew thank you very much for being on the show thank you mr phil thank you very much for coming along and thank you all for listening thank you linesman thank you ball boys Until next week. Yep.